Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. to the Man on the Post podcast. We're back, it's a Sunday show, and more importantly, I'm back on Sunday shows. Hello, I'm Ross, um, long-time host of the award-winning Sunday show, Man on the Post. Um, with me, who's been a regular this season, is Mr David Black. Hello, mate, how are you? Yeah, good, how are you? Yes, very well, thank you. Even with Newcastle, you're still doing well. Well, yes, we'll come, we'll, we'll come on to that. But, uh... <laughs> Chipper man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we will come to that pretty soon. Um, but also joining us for the first time in a, vo- a voice you will hopefully be hearing a lot more going forward uh, is Mr. Chris Cook. Uh, hello, uh, thank you for having me. How are you, mate? Uh, yeah, I'm good. Yourself? Yeah, very good. People maybe know you from your former podcasts? Uh, yeah, I've done quite a few, but uh, my own podcast, uh, uh, Digital Diaries, is a gaming podcast, so yes. maybe one of our two listeners might listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> We got a lot. We've got quite a lot of crossover. Excited, ready player too. So we've got a lot of uh, gamers that listening. And of course, on the call with us is Dave, the man, the legend that is CM nine seven nine eight. That's a. I don't pay to say those things, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. But you've done a, a hell of a lot of gaming, probably more than any of us, to be honest. Too much, you might say. <laughs> <laughs> Almost obsessively, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Chris is hopefully going to be taking over the Sunday show with Dave and with Andy and whoever else is available from our show. So uh, if you like the sound of him, just let us know on our Twitter, at Man on the Post. But let's get into the games, shall we? Let's start. Let's get out of the way today, shall we? Newcastle. Um, it finished 0-0. Mm. It's a long trip. It's a, It's not a loss. It's a point. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> We, we, had, we had no shots on target, which is, <laughs> which is a, a really impressive feat. But uh, we, we we don't have a good record at Southampton, so I, I'm quite happy to take a point, really. But we're getting it's 10 games now. We haven't won a game yet, but yeah, that's... baby steps with is, a point. Is, is Rafa under any sort of pressure? Obviously not from the fans, but um, Mike Ashley's not going to sack him, is he? I don't think so. Like there are some fans who have already decided that we need a new manager, um, which is ridiculous, really. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I don't think you can really hide behind. Oh, we didn't get the players we want in the summer mm. because we still. You know, we finished tenth last season, which was it shouldn't be a stick to beat them with because it was a tremendous achievement. But yeah. um, that's the squad we've got. Not the worst in the league. No, and certainly it, not. No. And you should never really go a game where you don't have a shot on target if, if you're not playing against Man City. Or, can I be, can I be mega contentious here? Because right. I have a not a good way to introduce myself. Um, <laughs> but I, I have a I don't like Rafa Benitez at all. Um, and I've always wanted to ask like a, a Newcastle fan this, especially at the moment. But do you think Rafa Benitez sabotages himself sometimes? Uh, I think he, I think he makes a rod for his own back sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. 
and I've been making this point quite a bit recently where um, he often says in his interviews, you know, we didn't get the players we wanted in the summer. We aren't, it's basically saying we aren't as good as we should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if my manager was saying, you know, I don't have the staff I wish I had, <laughs> I would feel pretty put out. And I sometimes wonder how the players take it or whether it's all just a kind of, we know what he really means. Um, co- competition for players will be better, that kind of thing. But if he's been saying it for a year and a half now. Um, and obviously it didn't really affect them too badly last season. They, we had had a fairly united front through the whole season. Um, but this season, it's, it's been, I hate to say it, like a, a kind of stereotypical relegation season where they've had supposed fallouts with the manager between Cells and, and Benitez. And then uh, a couple of injuries Shelby missed a few games. Rondon's barely played properly yet. Um, missing last-minute penalties to win games. All this sort of nonsense that happens to clubs where they just end up being relegated by by Easter. Um, but, but to answer your question, I obviously worship the ground he walks on because I, I <laughs> still can't really believe he's our manager, given, yeah. what, he's, given, given what he's achieved. After and the Padre experience. Well, exactly. <laughs> Well, that's the other thing. For years, we were told, you know, you're never going to get anyone better under this ownership and that kind. Yeah. Of, no one will want, no one will want to come. And then you end up with a Champions League winning manager in, in the dugout. It's it, it's it's nice because he gets it as well. He doesn't he doesn't rest on his on his, his reputation. He's he's really integrated himself with the city. And again, again, probably easier for him coming from a Pardew <laughs> era. He's just a total opposite. Um, and the fact that he gives a bit back to the owner as well is. It's brilliant because if it wasn't for him, I think we'd have been we'd have been sunk a long time before now. Because mm. yeah. sometimes with Benitez, I, I, I think to me as an outsider, it looks to me like he's more concerned with the fans than he is like the owner. Because like he, he makes he says all the right things for the fans, but so, like watching Newcastle yesterday, like I watched the, the highlights and whatever, that team wasn't sent out there to win. In my eyes, they were sent out not to lose to a Southampton team that hadn't scored for five games. Yeah, there's, po- there's possibly an element of. I mean, you've made the point in this post-match interview where we're obviously a team very, very short of confidence. So whether he said it beforehand, let's go and get a point, or whether things just deteriorated as the game went on to the point where we settled for for a draw. Um, I mean, we finished the game with two strikers on, so I don't think he, you know, was actively looking for a point. But mm. um, we we just we've got no composure or creativity going forwards mm-hmm. and I think it's got the point where they are a little bit afraid to lose especially when they haven't won in the first 10 games a point's better than, than nothing obviously yeah. but uh, there is going to come a point where he's going to have to go all out for the win and we've got two home games coming up now um, if we don't have a win after either of those two mm-hmm. I'll be very very worried yeah, they were great against Man United as well yeah, well, it's almost like away from home. It almost suits us to be honest, um, because teams will actually attack us, and that will hopefully allow us to counter on them. But like we did against Man United for the first fifteen minutes. Um, but the two teams yesterday were, were, were dross. It was a it was an awful game of football. Yeah. <laughs> Watford, yeah, Watford at home next, followed by Bournemouth and St James's. That's, that's two. It is winnable games for a team that finished tenth last season. That squad's no worse than it was last year. Uh, no, the problem is everyone else is a bit better, but uh, yeah, <laughs> n- n- not to the point where we should be 10 players worse off. Um, no. And we have played five of the top six as well, which I know, again, it's a, an excuse you can hide behind, but it's getting to the point now where a lot of teams are going to be in that position. Um, yeah. But to start off with, with I think we played f- um, probably four of the first five games were against those teams. Mm. It's It's very hard to build a season when you haven't 
got a chance to win a game, but uh, we'll see what happens. But it's it's on the it's on the verge of going very very sour very quickly. On the plus side, a win gets you straight out of that bottom three and above some teams that are on what well, not on paper but to the eye, the eye test shows that they're much much worse. Cardiff, Fulham, and Huddersfield are dreadful. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's that's the positive to hold on to. It's all very well saying, "Oh, it's the worst start ever," and all that kind of thing. It, that's it's irrelevant, really, as long as you've got more points than three other teams. That's that's what we're looking for here. But exactly. uh, yeah. um, the good thing, as you say, Fulham are just ship goals left, right, and centre. Huddersfield yeah. are the same as they've always been, which is dour and lose one 0 every week or mm-hmm. worse. <laughs> and then and then there's Cardiff, who I kind of just assume will will be relegated by, you know, karma itself, really. <laughs> Hopefully. I've got fingers crossed yeah. for that as a lead fan. I hope you really want this to go down. But yeah, Fulham, Chris said on Thursday that they're on the extra time show that they're going to break Swindon's record. They're going to concede over 100 goals this year because they just cannot defend for Toffee at the minute. They've conceded 28 goals already in 10 games. I think we said we said in a lot of all the early pre-season podcasts we did, um, they've just signed too many players. Um they're not a unit. I don't think the manager knows what their best team is. No. He spent probably what was it, about eighteen million on Alfie Mawson, yeah. yeah, and he hasn't helped. I think he's played. I think yeah. I think I think he's he's been either dropped or just as you say hasn't hasn't yeah. played. But I saw he was on the bench yesterday. Um, but I mean, they, they couldn't defend in the championship, from what I remember. They no. seemed to uh, go they're through a few. Games yeah. Last year. yeah, yeah. The interesting about Fulham, they've not kept the same back four for a single game this season. That's seriously. And that, and they've made almost seventy changes to their stops for, for in in ten league games. Jesus that, Christ! That, 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 yeah, sixty eight changes <laughs> in ten league games. That's ridiculous. That's like that's that's rotation to like ridiculous levels. Yeah, that is mad. Oh my god! Well, Fulham lost three 0 at home to Bournemouth yesterday. Bournemouth on a nice little run of form here. They're, they're, they're sixth currently, um, one point off the Champions League spots. Um, they're, they're flying. They've kind of got over the early season woes and Callum Wilson scoring and David Brooks like a, looks like a real player he looked good in the championship last yeah, year he looked he's very made, yeah he looked very good he's made a good step up well they're the opposite of Fulham aren't they Fulham have made not nearly 70 changes Eddie Howe's still using players that were with them in the in league two yeah and stuff that they have stability they're a team um yeah and and you can you can you can tell they're they 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 are, they they knew their positions and yeah they they're not the best players on paper like some of those players probably wouldn't get into a, into some championship teams mm. but but they they do seem to you know uh, play really well together but yeah Fulham were awful like McDonald <laughs> I reckon he must have gone into that dressing room at the end of the game and if it was me I'd have punched each of my centre backs <laughs> in the face. <laughs> Because they were the reason he got sent off. He was completely isolated for both bookings he got. Yeah. Because his centre backs, like one of his centre backs, was seventy yards from goal when <laughs> when he when 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 they when he got sent off. Like what what's going on there? Yeah, there's only so much he can do, and uh, yeah, he finished with the red card and he gets out of the defeat early, I suppose. But um, yeah. on the, I've seen at the bottom Huddersfield. This fills me with joy to see them losing every week. Uh, they lost three nil uh, away at Watford. Watford have recaptured a bit of that early season form and they're, they're right behind Bournemouth at the minute. It's a, quite an odd table to look at in those kind of Champions uh, Europa League places. Watford I'm really, seventh. I'm really pleased with playing both of those teams next, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've just talked up your chances and then, yeah, they're <laughs> convincing me this weekend. <laughs> Watford are not team to, to kind of gauge where they are, but they'll, they'll have these results and then they'll give big teams a, a game, but then they'll lose to teams they shouldn't lose to. So, 
Uh, yeah, per- Pereira's on form though, isn't he? Um, He's so good, isn't he? Um, yeah, got back into the Argentina team this month as well. Wow. Um, I think he scored last weekend. I think they were like, playing Iraq or someone like that, but... Yeah, I, I heard that because I was immediately like, impressed and then immediately unimpressed by the fact they were playing against Iraq. <laughs> <laughs> May as well be a, a Nations League game. <laughs> I don't know what I think. Uh, so yeah, so those two teams, uh, those three teams are all at the bottom, just outside of Cardiff. Cardiff uh, got battered as well. Yes, they lost four-one to Liverpool. Uh, Mo Salah two for Sadio Mane and one for Chris's hero, uh, Jordan Shaqiri. Um, kind of scored, but. Yeah, they're, they're rubbish, aren't they? And it it, it could have been way more than four-one as well. Yeah. Like Liverpool had eighty percent possession, and like I think twenty shots on on goal. Wow. Eighty percent possession shouldn't be a stat you see in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's madness. Like Cardiff, looking at them, like I'm an Arsenal fan, so I, I saw Cardiff the other week when we played them. And they don't look like a Premier League team in any way. They're so off the pace. Um, when we played them, um, Harry Arter, who didn't play yesterday, yeah. was out on, out on his legs 15 minutes into the game. Jesus. He was absolutely... He, and he finished the game, so I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but he was he was absolutely he's like me on a I'm a 37 year old fat man and he was like me, it was like me on the pitch he was, he was just huffing and puffing his way through that game like I'm sure at one point he had to go off to, to have like to have a drink a drink yeah and it, it, and they looked the same yesterday um, but it I, I hate Neil Warnock um, so I'm oh. never gonna say anything nice about him it, you know even cards. Even even Cardiff's <laughs> goal was fortunate it was a terrible <laughs> ball into the box that took a deflection. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Cardiff, pretty much. I yeah, heard uh, the, the most Warnocky start yesterday, where they um, they they didn't play Harry Arter yesterday because he's on four yellow cards, and they've got two more games coming up, which they didn't want to be suspended for. So they just basically threw the game yesterday, <laughs> and yeah. that was it. The, the only creative from from the highlights on match today, obviously, the only bit of creative spot that it looked like Cardiff have is that Bobby Reed. Yeah, and they they went three one down and took him off. Brilliant. Like the, the the rest of their team is just designed to hurt the opposition. Basically, that Patterson is it the guy they played up front? Yeah, he, he looks like a centre back. Yes. he's mass. He's massive. Well, he, wasn't he the one who was a centre back in Scotland, and then he came to Warnock's life and he immediately became like <laughs> the creative dynamo? <laughs> it, like yeah, they 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 were Cardiff. Just yes. How that how their t- players made it the full ninety minutes? They just yeah they they're not set up. They they don't transition well. Like there are a few times because we all know Liverpool are great at going forward, but not so b- bad going backwards. Um, and the amount of times that Cardiff were winning possession because obviously they have got big big players who just shove you off the ball. <laughs> but but as soon as it come to a transition from defence to attack, you could see they didn't know what to do. Yeah. So they were they were getting the ball like they passed their ball into a midfielder and he just stopped. He put his foot on the ball and have a look around, giving <laughs> Liverpool obviously time to get back in position, which you know sums yeah, them up the really. Of the opposition. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. I hope they carry on this run of just getting battered every week. I hope his decision to not play Harry Arter really comes back to bite him next weekend. And the best thing is they're not going to sack him, are they? No. Which is, he, is what you do. He gets you out of the championship unless you leads, and then he uh, he gets fired. But they decided to stick with him for some reason. <laughs> uh, Leicester and West Ham played out a one-all draw, but that's not really the important thing from this game, is it? The horrific helicopter crash in the car park after the game. Um, has it been confirmed if the 
the Leicester owner was actually in the, the helicopter? I think I've seen um, a source close to either the family or the club was saying that he he was on board, but they haven't confirmed if that's yeah. true or, or how he is yeah. or anything like that. So they've they've confirmed two other people weren't, haven't they? Yes. Yeah. So um, I, th- I think you can read between the lines there. It's awful, obviously, yeah. uh, and. I mean, I don't know if you're watching the BT coverage before and after it, but like they they know who got on the on the helicopter because it was all in. You know, the floodlights were still on, and they obviously saw who got in, but they, they don't want to say anything until yeah, every, every, all the family things have been involved. But mm-hmm. it, it's 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 awful, um, and you obviously just hope that uh, there's a there's a good outcome here. But I, I find it hard to believe there will be. Yeah, yeah. seeing the pictures, you you don't walk away from that. Unfortunately, it's. It, Tragic. It makes the football completely secondary, and they play that one or draw with West Ham, and you know, whatever they move on to, however they can move on next weekend. Yeah. So they've they've got a game on Tuesday, haven't they? Mm. At, at the King Power. I don't think that'll be going ahead. Yeah. I, I, I think they've asked they've asked Southampton because I think they're playing Southampton. I think they've asked Southampton for the permission to call it off. So I can't see them letting them play that. No, Saints are quite good guys. I think they'll, uh, they'll agree to that one definitely. On also on the same day that. Ben Hoddle as well was rushed to hospital. Yeah. Didn't he in the BT studio? He did, and uh, someone died at the Wolves Brighton game. Jesus. Yeah. It's not really worth it, is it? It, 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 it wasn't really a good day. I think I know Lee. You're a Leeds fan, aren't you, Ross? Yeah. Their oldest fan died the same day. Yeah, she had a season ticket well. for 64 years. Yeah. And she went yeah. to every game for 64 years. And uh, yeah, there was a round of applause for her in the 64th minute, which was nice. And we almost scored. That was always cool, that happens we didn't score because it's Leeds but it, it almost <laughs> went in <laughs> the thought was there <laughs> exactly, they were trying at least um, one of the games from Saturday Brighton beat Wolves 1-0 um, Brighton are doing okay aren't they this year I thought they'd be really struggling but sitting in mid-table level on points with Man United currently uh, not bad but, yeah uh, it was a surprise result though against a Wolves team that are playing really really well I mean Brighton just defend in huge numbers and throw themselves away of everything. Like I, I watched it obviously in front of me last weekend. Yeah. And everything that goes in the box, like if Dunk doesn't get it, Duffy does. <laughs> and then even when they go past them, they still end up on the line blocking things. Yeah. And yesterday, like there was one where a shot came through about six bodies and it just landed in the keeper, like in between the keeper's knees. And you think, well, <laughs> how on earth? Like, when when's our stroke a look at you? Because this is ridiculous. Yeah, I, th- I think I saw some like they've won the last three games one nil, and they've conceded about some like forty five shots across three games and not conceded. Yeah, w- Wolves, Wolves had twenty five shots yesterday. <laughs> yeah, we had twenty. We had twenty seven last weekend. Yeah, uh, Brighton had Brighton had one shot on target. It went in, which is Glenn Murray's tapping. I love that efficiency. <laughs> <laughs> Just madness, but that's what you need, Dave. A big lumbering centre forward is not hustle if you need a Glenn Murray style. Well, we've got like I've always said, Rondon's the Venezuela and Glenn Murray, and <laughs> he just he, he just needs to get on the pitch. But we also need someone being forty yards and to give him the ball. So, yeah, true. Let's talk about um, the Cardiff team and this Brighton team. It's full of players that played in the Championship mm-hmm, and even yeah. League One, like Bruno. Still, but he's th- Bruno's thirty-eight years old. Yeah, yeah. four years older than me, and still playing Premier League football. I can't even fathom that idea. Although, although he got injured volleying the ball yesterday, <laughs> like it was him that volleyed the ball across for uh, Murray's tapping, and he, I think I don't know if he went off, but I remember seeing pictures of him like hobbling around and being helped to the side of the pitch. Mm, you don't want to see that a man of his age. <laughs> 
But yeah, Wolves are kind of they're, they're doing. They're not doing as well as the bookies thought they'd do, but they're doing better than I certainly thought they'd do. They're, they're sitting banging mid-table with Brighton, which they're, the odds for them to, to finish seventh or to finish fifth, sorry, and get into the Europa League were ridiculously short at the start of the season and a bit kind of overplayed, I think. This is where they could, could and probably should be. They're, they're such an attacking team. It's, it's, uh, from all the games this weekend, I think they were the most attacking team mm. in the Premier League. Because got a very they, set system of three four three and just attack yeah. as an attack, and that, that, yeah, they do. They do just they go forward in waves, and you yeah. know, they, if they had a, if they had a, a striker, which seems to be a thing for most Premier League clubs at the moment, yeah. if, if if they had a striker who could put the ball away, they could finish really really high. On to today's games, then. I've not seen any of these, but the score lines are quite fun. Burnley lost four um, nil at home to Chelsea. Morata, Barkley, William, and Loftus Cheek, who's had a good week. Um, 4-0 Chelsea are rolling aren't they they're two points behind Liverpool um, without their main man as well Hazard didn't play today yeah just you just to rest him kind of yeah, against the yeah. team that they should comfortably win Burnley on the other hand are not having a great year Burnley are, uh, where are they in the table now have you got the table in front of you or? Uh, they're 15th uh, 15th, 15th. Yeah. so obviously they were never going to I don't think anyone really expect them to match up last season's 7th uh, place which was yeah. Pretty much a one-off, I think. But I, I thought they'd be better than this, especially once they sacked Europe off very early on. Mm. But uh, it just hasn't really happened for them, has it? A lot of in- they've had a lot of injuries, haven't they? Like all the goalkeepers have suffered injuries this season. Um, I think Ben Gibbs was it Ben Gibson who they signed? Yeah, he's been knackered, hasn't he? Yeah, he's he got there. he got he got injured straight away, and you know they're still. I think Defoe, who's like arguably probably their best midfielder, he, he's missed quite a few games this season. Uh, Chelsea, just, they, Chelsea could realistically win the league this year, couldn't they? Like, there's no. I mean, City aren't as dominant as they were last year. Liverpool, Chelsea, uh, you can even throw Arsenal into that mix. Are all kind of vying for the title? Mm. The, the thing is about Chelsea, they seem to be doing it quite quietly this season. Yeah. Like, there's no big uproar about them. Like, there's there's a lot of talk about Hazard and stuff like that, but there's there's no real talk of Chelsea. They just seem to be. Going a little, even though they're like the second in the league, they're going they're going under the radar. Yeah, Ross Barkley's having the season of his life. Yeah, he's having a great. Um, it, it's about time. It's just whenever he puts an England shirt on, he's fucking terrible. <laughs> um, he, he goes from one of the most creative midfielders in the Premier League to Mister. I don't know how to pass a ball forwards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's really strange, you know. And Morata seems to be, you know, seems to be scoring again, which is only good news for, for, for them as well. So. Could be interesting, but they they switch their side up so much. Mm. Like Willian, who's probably you know arguably one of the best players in the Premier League, played today, scored, probably won't play next week. No, yeah, they put Fabregas yeah. in there or someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so Kovacic on the bench today, not not even yeah. needed. Fabregas on the bench, Giroud. <laughs> Yeah. So that, that's it. it. Chelsea do this at times. I know they've got a new manager this year, but they do do this at times. They'll have that good run, then suddenly start rotating their squad stupidly, mm. and then and then hit a, a rough patches of form. So, but if they can get a settled settled side, uh, yeah, I think they could do really well. Yeah. Do you uh, do you think they can do it with the two centre halves being Rudiger and David Luiz, or do you think they? <laughs> I, I, just, I really like. I, I like David Luiz though. 
I like that element of chaos that he brings. Yeah, I'm an Arsenal fan. The the Arsenal clown school of defending is it's been it's brilliant this season because like the amount of teams you watch who are worse at defending than we are. It's great. We 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 we, we like you watch teams like like Cardiff. Cardiff make us look like Barcelona. <laughs> it's it's great. Um, but no, um, Rudiger looks all right. Um, he, he's still quite young. Uh, they've got Christensen who who's all right. They've finally uh, wised up to the fact that Gary Cahill can't defend for Toffee. Yeah. Um, you know. So yeah, I, I, I generally think they can. Asper, uh, uh, yeah, Asper Pelea, wherever you say his surname. Yeah. Um, he can. Pref- he's got. They've pushed him back out to his, his natural position uh, on the right, but he's a decent centre back when it comes to it as well. Um, so yeah, I think they could do all right. The the new goalkeeper looks all right as well. So yeah, doing well, doing well. Let's move on to Arsenal and Crystal Palace. Um, oh, don't don't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. want to talk about this game. I know you watch this, Chris. Did you watch this, Dave? Yeah, I did. Yes. Um, the, the Zaha penalty decision. It seems to be the main talking point. Did he dive or was he brought down? Oh, he! Oh, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> did you beep all the swearing? Because this no, will be a no, hard. No, this edit. is a fully explicit um, podcast. <laughs> he, he bought. He bought that penalty. Yeah. He absolutely bought and played for it. Um, it was obvious they were going to target Jacob Payne at left back. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, he was a little naive to leave his foot out. But what else are you going to do? It's not his natural position. He's got to try something to win the ball. I don't think it should have been given that. I, I think it was a, hot, a very hot. I, I'm an Arsenal fan, so people say I'm biased and whatever. But I, I generally think it was a hot, harsh penalty. The thing that really annoys me though is listening to the pundits mm. saying how it's clever play from Zahar. Yeah, you know how he's done that. Like clever cheating. Yeah, clever cheating. But then <laughs> I, I guarantee, if if it was Lacazette or somebody had gone up the other end uh, and and gone <laughs> under a tackle, it'd, it'd have been it'd have been a travesty. Like um, oh, what's his name? Kamara for Fulham. Oh. That that dive of his was. Shocking! No one's there saying, "Oh, that's clever, clever cheating," <laughs> and whatever. But Zahar, he, he he has this bubble about him. Like Palace, I I said this on Twitter today. I never, I know a lot of Palace fans, and I, I'm probably going to upset them all. But I never really thought Palace were a one man team. But right. all they did today was whenever they went forward, they were looking for him. At one point, they were breaking away down the right. They stopped to switch the play to the left to give the ball to Zahar. <laughs> For no reason, and that that Ma- Masaka or his name is the young right back kid they've got. Yeah, oh, one Masaka. Yeah, who basically wants to be Wilfred Zaha so much he was falling over <laughs> like him, like ah. Oh. There's your neutral. Um, it, yeah, your, so what, annoying. What are your thoughts on that? Um, well, I mean, if you want to talk clever cheating, you've got like I said, flicking the ball on with his hand for the, the second <laughs> Arsenal goal. <laughs> It was his glove. It touched his glove, not his not his actual hand. You saw Kimar Roof yesterday. Thought I'm having a bit of that. <laughs> um, I don't like Wilfred Zaha, so I mean, by all means, rip into him all you want. They are, I, 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 the thing is, I love him. I think he's a great player, but he, he's a great player. But he, he needs to know when to shut up because he was talking the other week about about how he never gets a decision, and he was pretty much crying when he was doing his interview. And he goes down like that today, and it's like, well, yeah. what do you Very expect, fault, mate? Yeah. Uh, they, don't be an arsehole. It's not because <laughs> exactly. um, he, he, he didn't even need to go down. Really, he probably would have. He oh. probably would have blasted across the box, and Rob Holden would have put it in for him or some rubbish. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mustafi was waiting. <laughs> uh, I have to say, like the first penalty was the most penalty I've seen all weekend. <laughs> <laughs> like Czechiarte is a big lad, but to be able to size him down 
like that was impressive. Yeah, so oh, impressive. I don't know. I, I don't, I'm guessing you haven't seen Chris Morlin's tackle. I haven't actually yeah. happened to know. But, oh, uh, that, that's the most penalty I've ever seen, ever. It was <laughs> proper Sunday League stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah. Mustafi's like that, though. He's like, you, you say about like David Luiz and that lot. Mustafi is, is that for Arsenal. He he's like the Jens Lehmann, like he's the crazy German. You never quite know what you're gonna get. <laughs> I like Mustafi. I, I like him as a player, but yeah, he has got that element to him where he could just look <laughs> like the worst player on the pitch at any one moment. He's a very Arsenal centre half in yeah. that respect. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, he's perfect for them. Um, but yeah, you're right up there though. You're, you're what, four points off, is it? I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah could have gone top. Yeah, uh, could no, have could. Gone. Could have gone top if we'd have won. Um, obviously, only until tomorrow. Um, but uh, yeah, we're, we're doing really well. Eleven wins in a row. Then obviously the draw today. I, to be fair, I had a feeling like one of the games this week was going to catch us out because obviously we've played six games in a week. Because um, obviously we played Monday, Thursday, Sunday. Obviously Man City don't do that because they get the extra couple of days after their Tuesday Champions League game. But. Yeah. I found it really strange that the um, Premier League asked us to play and moved our game last week to a Monday, considering we were playing in Portugal on first day, but you know, we're not one of the big boys anymore. Um, <laughs> you don't get the perks anymore. But yeah, yeah, I had a feeling. I didn't... I didn't I, it's really weird. I got really angry with Graham Soonest, as I usually do on the telly this morning, because <laughs> he was going about how, yeah, yeah, I really fancy Palace to beat Arsenal, you know, because he, he hates us because 1989 and all that. Try to <laughs> Try, try being managed by the daft cunt, then he'll hit me <laughs> I think if he managed Arsenal, he'd just like he'd, he'd just tell all our players to score on goals because he really doesn't like us. Like I think, <laughs> I think if Paul Pogba signed for Man United for for Arsenal, Graham Sooners would blow his own brains out. Of the shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, something to look forward but, to. But yeah, no, we, we played all right today. We we just looked at, a little bit leggy, I, I suppose. That Jacker um, free kick though. Yeah, oh. great, great goal. Couple of weekends. He's having a great season. I think, as I said to you earlier, I need to ruin my weekends because I've got not much to moan about. Because <laughs> um, he's been terrible for the last 18 months. The life of the Arsenal fans are a new yeah. manager, eh? Uh, I think bringing Torreira in is, has, um, has really helped him. And he's acknowledging that as well. Like uh, When he scored the free kick, the first thing he did, is he went over to Emery to thank him. Oh, nice. Um, which is really nice. So I think he's had a new lease of life. Um yeah, I think it'll be an interesting season. Whether we win anything, I don't know. Uh, but it's it, it, it's nice to be positive about the, the, the club at the moment. Yeah. Let's talk about a team and a club that not much positive has been said about them this season. Man United, uh, they, they beat Everton today. Pogba with a goal, Martial uh, just at half-time. Sigurdsson pulled one back with a penalty late on. Um, but they got a win. They're, well, they're, they're eighth currently. Um, but only... Five points off of Arsenal in fourth, so it's not a huge gap there. And if if they can click and he can get them, I don't know if, he, I don't know if he's the man to get them motivated. But if they can just kind of <laughs> will their way through these games and win them, they're not out of this by a long shot. They're out of the title race, I think, but not out of the top four picture. Mm. Oh, definitely not. I think they've got. Uh... As you say, it's not that much of a gap really, and the more the players they've got, they're more than capable of going on a run. Similar to Arsenal, really, where they play and win five, six, seven games in a row. Um, you know, there's, there's no reason why not with the players they've got. But as you said, it's whether they're playing for the manager, whether they're motivated, and whether Paul Pogger can be asked or not, really. Yeah, he had one yeah. shot that went out for a throw in in the first half, which was quite funny. <laughs> 
Yeah, I only saw that. I, I only saw the first half, and uh, I mean they were they were okay. They weren't they weren't terrible. Probably wasn't a penalty, but uh, I, I, can we talk about Pogba's run up? I know we, we <laughs> I know very very early on this season we did a podcast which we talked about Pogba's pe- yeah. pen run up was running it was running into penalty station or whatever it was. <laughs> this is this is beyond that. It it took him so long. It's like the whole fans were booing him to hurry up, and it was. <laughs> What you is see, that about? You know, you see the gifts where it looks like it's been clipped and they like loop it. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't tell if this has been gifted anymore, though. Even watching it live, it's like, am I watching oh, like, this live or what's going on? Like, how can you purposely move that slowly? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's certainly a tactic. Uh, it didn't work. I mean, no. he, he didn't even fool Jordan Pickford, so. <laughs> Not the, not the brightest spark is he, Jordan Pickford. Definitely uh, not. And then he was at, he was at fault for um, Everton's penalty because he was doing he was basically just doing sk- FIFA skill moves on the halfway line <laughs> and had the ball stolen off him. <laughs> um, you could almost hear Graham Sooners banging on the glass, <laughs> which is weird because uh, at half time Graham Sooners um, actually complimented Paul Pogba. I don't know if anyone oh, saw it. He complimented, saying he was playing quite well. And um, they had Alex Scott and uh, Jamie Redknapp in the studio, and they both started laughing. <laughs> and he even turned around and went, what are you laughing at? And they were like, you just said something nice about Paul Bogba. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, Man United, it's a weird one, isn't it? Um, I think the thing they've got at their advantage is if you look at some of the teams above them, you're going to expect them to fall away. Yes. Like, you know, Watford and Bournemouth are probably going to fall away. Um, Arsenal are going to explode around February because that's what we do. Um, hopefully, Tottenham will, like, their new stadium will collapse on them or something. Um, well, they're but, going to um, try and play football at Wembley, which the pitch is in an absolute state now after three weeks of NFL games there and a lot of rain. You could argue football. that they've been trying to play football at Wembley for the last 18 months. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I imagine they're going to fall away because they didn't sign any players uh, and whatever. Yeah. Um, so that that instantly moves them up two, three positions. Like, yeah. you know, um, Mourinho actually picked a starting eleven where it looked like everyone was playing their natural position for a change. You know, there was you know I'm expecting David De Gea to start up front one <laughs> week. So she's he's he's, he's like Benitez. He, I think sometimes he picks selections thinking I want us to go out and play badly so I can make a point. <laughs> And stuff he like that. Like, he does like to make a point, doesn't he? Really? Yeah, and um, so so yeah, I, I, Martial is in great form, and obviously it's annoying because I like Martial, but Mourinho will be like, "Well, I've treated him really badly for months, and yeah. I'm pay, paying dividends now, like he did with Luke Shaw." Um, I think it's in spite of him, to be honest. Um, but yeah, he's going to be there to the end of the season, though, isn't he? Because yeah. I think they could hit a runner form. Yeah, annoyingly. Um, that was the championship just quickly then Leeds finished 1-0 with Forrest um, a perfectly fine Kimar Roof goal late on for the equaliser um, hit his knee definitely hit his knee <laughs> <laughs> no, full on handball into the bot, uh, into the goal but I'll take it we absolutely battered them they were, they were time wasting from the 14th minute onwards Forrest if we could have got a late winner it wouldn't have been unjust um, although we did only have two shots on target and one of them was with a hand so you know <laughs> That swings and roundabouts. Um, Ipswich lost 3-0. They've sat their manager this week. And Paul Lambert has got a hell of a job on his hands to uh, turn this around because that's a team full of League One players playing in the Championship. Maybe don't always um, 
wish for something new when McCarthy might not have been the most um, erudite of gentlemen, but he was doing a very good job with that team, mm. keeping them in, in around the mid-table of the Championship. Oh, definitely. You can't really look past experience in that league. It, as you've seen with Warnock, like some people just know how that league works. Yeah. And he, McCarthy's definitely one of them. This league is mad. Forest, uh, Sheffield United are top on 29. Um, Sheffield Wednesday are in 15th, just 10 points behind them. It, it changes almost daily, it seems. Leeds are currently second. Uh, Middlesbrough, Norwich, West Brom and Derby make up the playoff places this weekend. That'll all change come next weekend. Mm-hmm. I say the form, form in that in the championships weird. I remember because I, I live in Birmingham, mm. all I've heard about is Blues and Villa being terrible. Yeah, but I think Blues are unbeaten in twelve games or something. They're now. on a great run now, and you know, and, and so they they could get sneak themselves in the picture. If Villa turn their results around, they could quite easily get within the playoffs. It, yeah, it's 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 it, I think it's the most open um, championship we've seen in a while. Usually, there's one team that runs away with it. Yeah. And there was talk that that was probably going to be Leeds this season. Thankfully, it isn't. Sorry, Ross. Um, <laughs> um, fifteenth, it's fine. That's what we do. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's nice to see it open. So it makes it interesting. Yeah, uh, let's talk about some uh, gossip things from this weekend's papers. Then, before we finish, uh, just tell me what you think to these headlines. Then, guys, former Chelsea boss Antonio Conte and Juve coach Max Allegri have been identified as candidates to take over from Jose when uh, next year. Apparently, so he's leaving. Um, I'm yeah, surprised he's still there now, considering they got battered <laughs> by Barcelona this evening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Conte and Allegri are the two. I think it's more chance of Conte going there because he's unemployed, whereas Allegri probably finds a chances of winning the Champions League now he's got Ronaldo. Yeah, I'd really like to see Pochettino go there. Just yeah. Bit, yeah, just just to watch. Well, I do like Pochettino; he's now an Arsenal fan, but I just love to watch Spurs crumble. <laughs> Just, oh, I want Glenn Hoddle to get better and then for him to take over after Pochettino moves to Madrid. Oh, it'd be great, wouldn't it, if watch him just fall down the league. <laughs> um, Arsenal's head of football, Raul something, says the club will no longer allow the contracts of key players to enter the final year. Good. That's just good business, surely. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's proper Kinell. planning. Point one on the board, mate, that <laughs> Well, like, to be fair, we haven't been too badly stung by... OK, we lost Jack Wilshere, who I love. Um, but he's not exactly setting the world like West Ham. No. And I thought that'd be the perfect club for him because the play play a very similar style of football to us. Um, you know. Sorry, what? <laughs> they tried to. <laughs> Well, right. they to. But I've got quite a soft spot for West Ham. But at times, West Ham they play that expansive football. I, I haven't seen them that much this season. But what do you think to the Ramsey situation? Then are they right to not pay him the reported two hundred and fifty grand a week he wants and just let him well, walk away for free? I don't care what anyone says. He ain't Mesut Ozil, is he? No, he's not. He, he he's done all right, but he was Wenger's boy when he. He, mm. he played every game. And it's the thing I like about Emery. Emery's dropping players. If you're not performing, you're coming off at half time. Yeah. Like Ram, he Wenger squeezed Ramsey in wherever he could. Like I'm sure at one he was club photographer for one game. <laughs> um, but he literally squeezes him where yeah, I'll play on the right, play him behind. He's a good player, Ramsey. But we've got a lot of midfielders. And looking at our midfield at the moment, with um, Torreira, uh, Gwendozi who looks fantastic. Great hair. Uh, yeah, great hair. Um, you know, I, 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 he, he's not a bigger loss to us now as he probably would have been two years ago. No, I think that's fair. Following on uh, your, your, your bulk of midfielders, uh, Chelsea midfielder Seth Ram- uh, Fabregas has refused to rule out a move to the former club Arsenal when his contract yeah. runs out at the end of this season. Would you take Fabregas yeah. back? Yes, in a heartbeat. Where, where does he, he fit in there? 
just as the old experience. Yeah, yeah, a bit of experience can't help. Um if if Ramsey does go, um he, he fills that gap. He's obviously he's in the position because he's is he what, thirty two now, maybe? Yeah. Um, he he, you know, he wouldn't be he wouldn't expect to play every game because he's not playing every game now. Not starting the um, season so far. Yeah. Chelsea. So you know, so he's not going to be one of those players like I'm expecting that Ramsey wants to play every game. Yeah. Whereas if you if you bring in someone like Fabregas, they know that they're there just to you know help out. Come on, and we've done that a lot in the like we've brought in players like that before. Like we've brought like Flamini back to the club mm. just to, just to freshen things up and stuff. So yeah, maybe. Fair enough. Tottenham will reopen contract talks with midfielder Erikus Jerickson. Um He's only on 70 grand a week currently, and he wants to um, more than double it to 160, but that doesn't seem out of out, out of line, does it? 160 grand a week for Christian Eriksen, Dave? Well, I'd have met Newcastle, but well, I mean... <laughs> 250 grand a week. Oh, absolutely. I'd let him run the club for all I care. Um, I mean, Tottenham... Get on my tits, anyway, as you know. So, like, yeah. oh, we're, we're I, friends. We're friends. <laughs> I hope I was. I hope they all leave. To be honest, like all these good players I've got, because I don't understand. Just walk out in the summer. I just let them leave. Like I don't understand why the FA Cup is bending over backwards to, to put up with Tottenham's nonsense about this stadium. Like, mm. obviously, the game tomorrow night was meant to be today. That got moved. Yeah. Um. I guess the detriment of that is that they have to play West Ham in two days' time on the Wednesday night. Yeah. Um. But. It, it's just knocked a load of clubs out of out of uh, like whatever travel plans they had. Obviously, Man United Everton was meant to be Monday night, and that was moved to today. So that's four sets of fans upset by this nonsense. And then there was having a, the, the played a home game at MK Dons, where they went to the effort of putting up a load of Tottenham signs on their stadium. It's like, how can you afford to do this and not pay Christian Eriksen an extra seventy grand a week? Like, but they have that mad pay structure, don't they? I don't think Harry Kane's on that much. Baffling. I, I, I think it's only like. Recently, that they've started to come up. Like, no one got over a hundred grand a week up up until like a season ago or something like that. Um, it, it's weird because yeah, they have got they've probably got one of the best outside of Man City. They've probably got one of the best starting 11s in the Premier League. Christian Eriksen's on seventy grand a week. We were paying yeah. Seth Johnson forty grand a week in two thousand one. There's probably players at other clubs like lower down the. Like Premier League, who are on about that much, oh, yeah, who are, are yeah. anywhere near as good. Yeah, Özil, who I would probably argue that Eriksen's probably as good as Meza Özil, and looks like he he can be bothered sometimes. Yeah. Um, and he's on what three hundred and fifty grand a week. Yeah, there's no way Felipe Anderson or Yarmolenko are not getting more than Eriksen are at West Ham. Yeah, just to go and play for West Ham. <laughs> Weird. Uh, one more Arsenal kind of storyline. Um, Former Gunners boss Arsene Wenger could join AC Milan, where he would link up with former chief exec Ivan Gazidis. Yeah, Gazidis uh, takes over tomorrow, doesn't he? Yeah, which is uh, going to be bad news for Gattuso, who's currently the manager. Um, could be fired to make way for Big Veng. Mm-hmm. Big Veng. Big Veng. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever called him Big Veng. Big Veng with big um, um, Yeah, he says he knows where he's going to be. Well, he, he's hinted that he knows where he's going to be working uh, next season. Um, it's either that or Real Madrid if, if they don't hold in there but I can see it happening uh, I don't think Gattuso's done very well I don't follow Serie A that much no, I but I know there's been t- the yeah I think there's been talk of him being fired uh, for quite a while um, it's just a case of you know there's not many big name managers going out to Serie A now is there so yeah 
I love Milan's persistence with hiring former players. I mean, like this one will work, like Inzaghi and Seedorf <laughs> and now Gattuso and Yeah. When Maldini would seemingly be at the top of that list. Just not gone near him. Oh, he's too busy playing tennis, isn't he? So. Yeah. <laughs> and looking beautiful. <laughs> let's um let's let's round this up then. This is the um <clears throat> Sunday show for Man of the Post is the review show. We are back and hopefully weekly now with Chris taking over the main hosting role. Chris, you you up for this challenge? Uh, yeah, I hope so. Um, easy. Yeah, I, I I stayed up late last night making notes while watching matches today. Oh, you don't need to uh, do that. Just make which, your website open. You need. Yeah, which which proved to be pointless. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to it. Chris, who hosts our Thursday show, is going to, this is going to get confusing, but uh, he takes two or three pages of notes and kind of scripts his show, and I, it baffles me. Why would you do that? Oh, well, I can't do that. Like, like, make, front of you. Yeah, make, making notes for like doing any kind of preparation was new for me because like, <laughs> like, like, like digital diaries, I literally just sit down and say hello to everyone and press record. That's it. Um, so yeah, no, I hope I do it justice. I've, I've, I've listened to a few shows previously anyway so yeah we do a lot we do a lot of weekly shows now we've got um a uh, new um, piece of me coming out this week we've got the unusual efforts podcast from those lovely ladies uh we've also got the sunday show we've got the extra time show and there's plenty of other stuff we uh got in the pipelines hopefully get this one back running every week um because this is the flagship show from the post this is where it all started from one show a week back six years ago <clears throat> We've moved on. No, pre- no, 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 no pressure then. No, no pressure. That's good. That's, that's good to know. The last guys that took this show over turned out to be absolute fucking snakes. So um, hopefully you don't abandon us as well, Chris, and take the format somewhere else. Uh, no, I'm too, I'm, I'm too, I'm too lazy for that rubbish. <laughs> Fair enough, man. That's my own heart. Um, where can people find you on Twitter, Chris? Uh, oh God, I don't, I don't generally publicise myself very much. Uh, you can find uh, my Twitter is xix blue wolf xix. Uh, you can find me moaning about Grand Sunus and Granite Jacker. Um, um, yeah, that's a bit. I'm not on everything basically. Uh, yeah. My podcast is at Project underscore DD for when it ever does um, get rebooted. Is um, the catalogue still available? Is it? Uh, oh no. It isn't, oh. but as soon as, as soon as I get up and running, it will be. Okay, cool. Uh, so I am planning to make them all available. I've got them all and stuff like that. So actually, yeah. So you can find it on Twitter if anyone wants to join a gaming podcast. Hit me up. Um, but yeah, that's it. Lovely job, Dave. Where can people find you? Uh, I'm at cm nine seven nine eight. And what's up on the website this week? Uh, this week we've got the. It's actually. CM9798 21st birthday on Wednesday so we've been running uh, a vote on the greatest ever team uh, and that will be revealed on Wednesday some absolute players in that team I've been voting every time I had to vote for Bakayoko my oh, yeah. favourite 9798 player yeah I think he there's some who you know are going to win um, some of those are quite close actually in the voting but uh, we've had we've had a couple of thousand votes which is quite pleasing to see so uh, nice. we'll, see, we'll see how it comes out Antoine Sibierski surprised me being in that list. He's um, he's an absolute god for some reason. I don't know why, because he wasn't for us. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that's uh, that's very true. That's the kind of way I remember him being a footballer, and uh, I'm gonna have to revisit him so late. Well, basically, if you take Glenn Roder and give him no money and ask him to build a team around <laughs> someone, <laughs> that that was his ace in the hole, and it uh, it didn't really work out. Ah, oh, poor Glenn Roder. 
<clears throat> so there you go. You can find us on Twitter at Man on the Post. You can find me at RossBarrow1984. Uh, if you get us from iTunes, please leave us a five-star rate and review. If you get us from Acast, then just hit that subscribe or follow button. I'm not sure which one it is. Just hit one of the others. Um, I can tell when we get more followers because we get more ad- adverts on the show. Um, just just share the show. Share it around everywhere. Let your people know. Let your mum and dad know. Let your friends know. Let your grandmas know. Everyone loves football. Everyone loves podcasts. And if they can't download it, show them. Get their phone and download it for them. <laughs> it's that easy. Uh, so, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Chris. Goodbye. And goodbye from Dave. See you later. And until next week, always remember to have your man on the post. Bit fucking cold at the minute, isn't it? Why, it's freezing down here. God knows how it is for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's... it's uh... <coughs> About three degrees tonight, I think. Oh, yeah, so I think it's about six here, so. Yeah, that's Almost sad. tropical. <laughs> <laughs>